0: Live from Studio B's, this is Proudly Made in Canada by Local Laundry, I am your co-host and co-owner, Mr. Connor
1: Curran, and joined with you today is Mr. Dustin Paisley. Mr. Dustin Paisley, thank you so much
0: for coming on the show. Today's episode is certainly sponsored by none other than Raw Vita, that vitamin Both Dustin and I just happen to be drinking it at the same time here. It's an unofficial advertisement. Uh, It's as official as it's going to get on this show. Super excited. It's, you know, it's early 2021, big year last year.
1: Dustin, you have some exciting news that you want to share with us. Oh, leading off the bat. Okay. Absolutely. I'm really excited to share that after a very long time of, of figuring out what we were doing, With Local Laundry, uh, I'm really happy to share that as of March 1, I will be a full-time employee. No longer just evenings and weekends, but now daytimes, evenings and weekends, which is fantastic. Really excited to finally go full-time. And for me, it, it represents a lot, but I think it's been a pretty incredible journey so far. You know, as most people know, I have a family. I have a wife, two kids a dog who may bark during this podcast. But uh, you know, we have a life to take care of, right? And for, for entrepreneurs, I think a lot of people forget that when you're self employed, you know, you, you have to cover your bills and when you're starting a company particularly one in retail that that needs a lot of inventory and capital to be able to grow. It's very hard to pull that money from the company to support salaries. So I'm really, you know, not only proud of what we've built and what we've accomplished so far with our team, but the fact that, you know, I'm finally able to to step away from quote unquote a stable job in banking to what is now a quote unquote stable job doing our own company. And so that to me is a really big accomplishment that we can finally and safely, comfortably and happily make that step. And it's been a long time coming and it's finally here, but I think it's just gonna make for a pretty incredible year. Absolutely. I mean, you and I
0: got connected back in late 2015, right? And that's when we kinda kicked this off. And I like to say that when you came on board it kinda, you know, turned on the jets a little bit and turned us into a big boy company. You know, you were the one that kinda pushed us to get incorporated, get a little bit more systems and processes in place. Uh, and five years later, you know, haven't taken a penny out of the company, you know, it's uh it's a big step. It's I know it's by no means a, a small step, it's by no means an easy step. You know, there's a lot more decisions. You and I often talk about how if we had come up with this idea back when we were eighteen, nineteen, you know, we'd be living in some basement, probably both, you know, both living in our parents' basement, eating eating ramen noodles, working on this twenty hours a day. But you know that's not the reality that we live in, right? We both got uh, both got families and their obligations, so so we do what you can. I just I don't know how you've done it in the last five years, two kids, a wife, dog, full time job, working evenings and weekends. It's been absolutely incredible. So I'm just excited just to have you full time now. We've <laughs> we've often talked about like this. It's been like we've been fighting fighting with one hand tied behind our back, you know, for for years now. Now we have.
1: You full time, we have, we're like at our full capacity, at our full power, which is so Almost, cool. almost. We're still, we're busy, right? There's a lot of work to do, uh, and that will never change, right? But it's kind of the, the approach we've taken to, to this company, too. A lot of approaches, particularly in the DTC space, is raise a bunch of capital, right? Go out and try and spend as much as you can on marketing, hire a bunch of cool people and kind of build this rocket ship but we've always had that kind of more slow organic growth type of business model so this is kind of how it works right and and you know sure i would have loved to do it sooner than 5 years but the reality is is when you're when you're bootstrapping when you're going the slow organic growth route all that capital goes back into fueling the company right so to take that money out gets pretty challenging so i'm, I'm again happy to say that after 5 years we're finally comfortably in a position where we can take on that extra overhead, start to pay more of those salaries. You know, I'm, I, I'm assuming I'm not the first, or sorry, the the only new hire this year. I know that we've got a few more planned and in, in the pipeline. So now it's just kind of about taking that momentum. And last year was an incredible year. You know, I don't know if we shared this, but you know, we had 100% growth during a pandemic, which is wild. Kind of in that era of e So now is, is the opportune moment to, to really utilize the success we've had in the past to push forward and... You know, there's a lot of people out there that they expect it to happen overnight and they bet the house and they put it all on the line and gamble everything. And some are very successful. You know, I can tell you working in banking that many aren't. But again, it's just kind of the company that we're building. We're not an overnight success. We're not a five year company. We're a 100 year company. And so this is just, it's only been five years, right? And that might seem like a long time. A lot can happen in five years. But what's going to happen over the next 95 years on our way to being a 100 year company? And 5% in terms of time doesn't seem like a long time. So uh, we'll continue to build for the 100 years. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about what you're going to be taking over. What you're going to be taking off my plate, thankfully. Oh, thankfully. Lot job of. <laughs> we talk about, you know, our, our ship or our rocket ship or our boat. And I'm really responsible for for tightening up that ship. So I think we, we did an incredible job kind of laying the foundation when we first started. We put a lot of pieces in place, a lot of great partners that have helped along the way. We've got a rock star employee and some others who help us who are fantastic. So they're kind of helping to man the boat. You're definitely steering that boat in the right direction, but when when we're all kind of focused on different things, it's hard to keep that boat intact. So I I can confidently say right now, through all the growth we had last year, that our screws are a little bit loose. And so it's time for me to come in and (laughs) really tighten them up and make sure that we're running a tight ship. Uh, So really just focusing on operations, production, finance, uh, helping out with pieces here and there, but really just efficiency, making sure that we're doing things on time, we're doing things efficiently, it's cost effective, really work on that margin piece and try and grow our, our bottom line. And for us too, our bottom line is, is that impact, right? So how do we be more efficient as an organization so that we can have a bigger impact? Perfect. And
0: what's going to be your kind of philosophy to that? I mean, it's not like you've done this uh, a thousand times before, but I'd be really curious to hear like what your, what your philosophy, what your strategy is and, and you know, what
1: people, other people listening to this can kind of take away as, as they maybe bring on their partner to do a similar approach. Great question. And you're absolutely right. We haven't done this a thousand times before. In fact, we've never done this before. <laughs> so I will uh, I'll make up a strategy as we go. If anyone has any tips out there, I would I'm all ears.
0: Well, I mean, you, you already have some. I mean, yeah, what kind of we discussed in your kind of view on uh, on inventory and stock management for an e-com company. I think
1: uh, it's really refreshing and much needed. So maybe maybe walk us through that. Yeah, I mean, a couple of things. So. A, we have to look at all the ratios, right? Inventory turnover ratio. That's a big one for me. We're, we're an e-commerce company. you know. We do a, a large portion of our business is in custom, right? So making sure that we're able to, to fulfill a lot of those custom orders, but we have to make sure that we're a buying the right inventory, watching our KPIs online and ensuring that we're, we've got a solid sell-through rate, right? Monitoring everything within e-com to make sure that we're marketing on the right channels. We're producing the right inventory and we're, we're, going through that inventory in the most efficient ways possible. So, uh, we've noticed, right, if we have a SKU that's not necessarily selling and is just kind of sitting there, as a company that's a cost, right? That's a kind of a red mark on our books. It's just it's costing us more money to store in a warehouse, costing us money not doing anything and it's cash just sitting there. So, looking at how we can flip that inventory faster, invest in more of our core pieces and our our most successful and and well-performing SKUs and trying to get rid of some of our SKUs that aren't doing so well, right? So there are some pieces, some designs on certain colors that don't sell as quick as the other ones. So looking at how we can get efficiency there, cut the ones that aren't working well, invest more in the ones that are working well. Because again, you know, we're still bootstrapped, right? So we don't have all the money in the world to be investing and trialing in all these different SKUs. We have to be focused on our top performing SKUs.
0: Absolutely. So where would you like to see yourself? I mean, this time next year, when we're, we're chatting again and doing the 2021 review, what would you like to have accomplished kind of in
1: your first year full-time? Great question. I don't know if it's necessarily like a metric perspective that I've really thought about, but I think what I would love for us is to have a process locked and loaded when it comes to e com so we know exactly you know, what we're doing, how it works you know, would love for our team to be a little bit bigger. But I think success in the role for me is that we've got, you know, we're we're comfortable in our position. We're we're operating incredibly efficiently. We've increased our bottom line, which means we're able to give more back to the community. We have got a better selection of, of in in stock and, and core SKUs and garments that are selling through well and, and we're far more in tune with our customer in terms of who's actually Who's our end customer? What are they buying? What are they are they getting into more? I think one thing we probably lacked a little bit, and a lot of it comes down to capacity, but is is really diving into some of that customer feedback. We have really rich data from our customers as to what they're looking for. I'd love to spend a little bit more time diving into that to figure out how we can deliver on some of those things.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and 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 I I think it goes it. There's so much nuance, you know, to the stuff that you're taking over because it goes beyond just like. What are we in stock of? What are we out of stock of? And what sells well? And what's not selling well? I mean, it's the little things, right? That a lot of people don't think about. You know, neck labels, right? Clip labels, hang tags. You know, little little things like that. You know, you got to think to stock neck labels. You're actually got to stock them in six different sizes, right? Extra small, all the way to double XL, triple XL, for different fabric, for different content, makeup. Like it's there's a lot there's a lot to keep track of, right, and we've been kind of flying by the seat of our pants, but now with you, it's like we can start to get i you know your word for twenty twenty one is is focus right we, we, with some someone like you at the home
1: we can get a lot more focused and be a lot more proactive rather than reactive, which is proactive is a great word, and yeah. I think as you do right as you're as you're moving along, things get busy, you kinda your hand can't really be on every single pulse. So when it comes to things like inventory, some of those pieces, it's easy for that to kind of fall off the wheels and you're, you're reactive, right? You come in and, oh, we've got this batch of production coming in, but we don't have any tags. Okay. Well, let's just order some for this order specifically. And, and there's not as much planning that happens, right? I mean, even you think about every garment, this is our, this is our speckle heavyweight hoodie, would strongly recommend 10 out of 10 great reviews online. But you know this label here. It's like, how many of these did we have? Were we proactive in planning when we made this garment? How many we had in stock at the time? If we needed more, if we were doing a custom one. I mean, this is 100% cotton. We don't have any other garments that are 100% cotton. So now we need brand new labels as a neck label for this piece. So uh, again, it's thinking about how all these parts work together and if we can be more proactive in in planning for how all of them come together. So, you know, just as one example, in one of the pieces I'll be taking on when I first go full-time, March 1st, uh, we'll be really looking at all of our labels and trying to have a better path forward so that we're A, you know, not producing more than we need to. We're doing it on time, we're producing them on time so that we're not reactive, that we have a batch that finishes production, but now it's waiting on more tags to come. So everything is complete at once. And again, being more intentional and having more focus.
0: What advice would you give to other people that are kind of wearing your shoes before you know maybe they got a company on the side, but they also have a full- time job with a family you know how did you do it what What kind of advice would you give for someone? I mean five years is a long time i I think about it I told you five when we first started like yeah, you're not coming full time for five years <laughs> you would have ran the other way so i'm i maybe kind of two part question I mean what kind of kept you motivated and what kind of advice would you give someone in a similar situation to keep them motivated?
1: Yeah, it was it was tough, especially because you know we we were kind of in a cohort I would say of all these small businesses in Calgary that launched around the same time, and you sort of watched a lot of them pull the trigger earlier than I did for sure in terms of going full time. And and you know some people are in a position where they can take a lower salary, not with with kids and wife and everything else. There's a lot more adult responsibilities I have. So uh, the other thing too is I think balance is complete bullshit, right? <laughs> Honestly, though, it's about priorities, right? And some sure. weeks. Some weeks, unfortunately for my family, LL had the priority, right? We had a lot of stuff on the go. I had to be at an event. I had to be at a launch. I had to be at a shoot. I had, I had to be at something. So, you know, there'd be some weeks where it's like three or four out of the five week nights. Like I'm, I'm out at an event or I'm out doing something or at a meeting. And so unfortunately, you know, family kind of took the back corner on that week. And, and it's not ideal, but that's just kind of how that week went. So to, to think that like you can balance every single week is not realistic. But there are certain weeks where there's priorities, right? And there were weeks where like family was priority, right? We had stuff going on, I had to be there, I had to be attentive. LL just didn't have the priority that week, right? So you try and squeeze in what you can. You try and make it work, but it's not about balance. It's about priorities and trying to figure out when and where it takes the priorities. Um, Number one, if you're in that position, I think you have to have a a strong co-founder or team that is going to be understanding. You know, I I attribute a lot of the fact that we're we're still around today for for the both of us. I think we work very well together. You know, I appreciate all the support that you had and, and. me to make that decision it certainly had to happen, and I'm happy that it's happening now, finally. But also, on the flip side, too, where like when we first had someone go full time, like you took that jump, right? And you have to be okay with who's gonna go first, who's gonna go next, what that timing is, because I had planned to go earlier. But again, we, we had an employee that came in, and the timing was just right for her to step in first before me, right? So that wasn't the plan, it was supposed to be you and me first, but we ended up hiring an employee first. So. You have to be flexible and you have to be adaptable. The the other thing too, I'll say is the way that we built the company, because you and I were both working full-time jobs when we started, it forced us to have to really put some systems in place and to automate some things and and have other people take over some of those tasks. So we weren't owning everything, right? We were never in a position where we could own everything. And I I think that's put us in a bit of a unique position. And that's definitely set the stage for the company we are today because you can't do everything yourself. So in a lot of ways, it forced us to really focus in on what we were good at and strip away all the parts that we didn't want to be doing or couldn't be doing and have have someone else take care of that. And, And I think that's been a huge part of success. And I think the last one is is patience, right? You have to have patience. You can't jump the gun. And it's it's hard to watch other people go full time. You just you can't assume that anyone else is in the same position as you, right? Everyone's in a different position. Everyone comes from a different background. You don't know who's got family money or who's got money on the side or what they're making a salary. Like Instagram might show you that they're going all these vacations and you know they're full time on a startup and they must be doing so well, but in reality it's all completely fake right it's it's a it's a complete picture that they're trying to paint so you got to be patient you got to know your business you got to know what's right and and you make the call right it's it's entirely up to you but you know 5 years is definitely a long time and sure i wish i could have been in sooner but i think the way that we built the company i, I wouldn't change a thing because it's also forced us to be a lot more strategic right had we been full time we're making different decisions right we're making decisions based on survival versus based on trying to plan for the future right when both of us when we first start don't have to rely on the company for salary we're making different decisions for the company than someone who is depending on that company from the get-go for survival very well said
0: well we only got about two minutes left what are you most excited what are we doing in 2021 what's coming down the pipeline what should people get amped up for?
1: That's a great question. I feel like I've hogged this entire thing. So I'm going to give that one to you because I think people probably miss hearing your voice.
0: Hey, man, they've been sick of me. They've been listening to me for ages, (laughs) waiting for the day that you can come in and hog this, mic. 2020 is going to be a big year. You know, we're stepping up a lot of our partnerships, right? Collaboration is is the key to our success. Partnership is going to be the key to our growth. And it's what we're all about, about building community, right? So you know, we're working on some really cool partnerships with some really great influencers, ambassadors, people who love to build community as well. Some some people you see us work with before, some uh, some new some new fresh faces, and we got some really really cool garments coming out. We're you know one of the big things I'm so excited at Dustin on board is we're going to have a lot more of a systematic approach to collections and and seasonal drops. You know, so stuff that's going to be coming out in spring is going to be coming out. On time and it's going to be in stock, and uh, we don't have to worry about stuff being sold out for months and months on end. You know, and some of the stuff might be a little, other stuff it's going to be a little bit colorful, a little bit uh, hippy dippy, a little bit eye popping, eye catching. But you know, it's always going to be a can be made. It's going to be uh, b quality. We're always trying to get better and better and better. I mean, that's the one thing that we've we've learned is it's got to be about quality. Just because you're local doesn't mean you get a pass. It's got to be the best garment you've ever, ever worn. And it's got to be the best package that you've ever got in the mail. And best unboxing experience, best everything, right? So um just wanted to say thank you to everyone who supported us in 2020. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Kathleen. And thanks to uh, our other team members, Aaron Lawrence and Francesca Bird, Briar Crawford. Look out 2021. We're coming for you. Oh, and I guess we should talk about we're going to be doing more right now. Dustin's going to be coming full-time. We're going to be doing more regular podcasts, two of us, a lot more interesting guests. We're going to keep listening to your feedback, going to keep nice and tight. We're a little bit over 20 minutes now. We're going to keep just kind of roughly around that 20-minute mark, and you should expect to see at least three, four episodes from us every month. So, it should be good. We're going to start streaming on YouTube, streaming on Facebook. This has been going on there since. We're going to see if we can figure out how to get streaming on Twitter and Instagram. But thanks so much for joining us. Fire us this message if you want to be on the podcast or you have any questions or you want to chit chat or whatever you need, and uh, keep that head up, take action, stay stay positive
1: all right, Dustin take us home. amazing. Well, I just want to say a huge heartfelt thank you to every single person who a bought a garment from local laundry in twenty twenty listened to our podcast, liked a photo on Instagram, commented on our Instagram page. Anyone who's engaged with the brand, it means the world to us. And I think last year was a pretty tough year. So as founders to a company that definitely struggled in March and, and barely made it through and then ended up seeing some pretty exciting growth, we're so extremely grateful for everyone that, that engages. And we appreciate you you coming along for our journey. You know, We donated over $50,000 last year, which was absolutely incredible. Thanks to everyone. We want to double that this year. So we just genuinely, from the bottom of our hearts are extremely grateful for everyone who's been involved in the journey and can't wait to get to that million dollar mark for donating to local charities across Canada. So that's it for me, super excited to go full-time, super excited for a huge year, super excited for where we're taking this company. I really believe in where we're going, what we're doing, and I think we have an incredible impact to make. So thank you for being a part of our journey. That is it, we will see you next time. I'll probably be on the podcast because I'll probably be full-time by then, which is super exciting. I'm jacked. Let's go.
0: And a uh, big thank you to our sponsor, <laughs> Revita. Keep you energized and keep you going. It's an entrepreneur's entrepreneur's drink. <laughs> this has been Bradley, Made in Canada by Local Laundry on the coast. Connor current, and Dustin, take us home.
1: Stay positive. Test negative. Stay healthy. Stay happy. We'll see
0: you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to Proudly Made in Canada by Local Laundry. We are your co-hosts and co-owners, Connor Curran and Dustin Paisley. You can find us anywhere, anytime at www.locallaundry.ca for all of our Canadian-made garments. You can find out what we're up to in the community at Local Laundry on all social channels. Sign up for our newsletter, sign up for our e-blast, and you can find all previous episodes of the podcast wherever you stream your podcast from. Until next time.